0: Am I being graded on this? No, we're going to look for fish, okay? that That's what we're doing. We're going on a boat. We're paying some guys. They're going to take us out with some other people on a boat. We're going to go on a boat. When my wife calls to book the mammal searching thingy, and you tell her that we're going to see what... Could you mention that the dolphins are asleep at the time that we have scheduled to go and look for dolphins Hey it's uh, Dan Class. Here in the garage under the flight path of Los Angeles International Airport it's time for the uh, bitterest bill. Again, I mean that's basically the, you know that's what happens I sit in a garage. And it's a lovely I mean you know. It's a lovely uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Come on now come to me. Come to me baby. Uh drywall, thank you. Who? Uh, you know I sit in this gorgeous drywall box here in my garage under the flight path uh, at lax seriously and uh record these little programs and of course I use the term quite loosely i I'm, I'm starting to refer to myself honestly as a semi-professional complainer which you know if you had to kind of boil your life down to a log line so to speak I think for me that might be it I think I really think I should put that on my On my business cards. Dan Class, semi-professional complainer. Now today, uh, you know, we're we're not going to get into this because I don't... I get into it every year and I'm not getting into it. Today was tax appointment day. And actually I've got the whole process fairly well streamlined. Because basically every year, um, you know, I swear to myself that this is the year that I'm going to put in all the checks and all the credit card uh, transactions into the Quicken during the year, and then at the tax time, I just push print, and I'm done, and I never do it. And then the next year, I promise, I swear up and down. But so I have really gotten good at just the kind of Quicken Quicken cram session where I get all the checkbooks, (laughs) and and all, I mean, is this how you do it? Is this how, basically, because this is how a, a completely emotionally uh, immature, stunted, developmental uh, imbecile does their taxes. You take all of the checks for the year, all your credit card statements for the year, and you you sort a big basket full of bills that just piling up for twelve months, and you just go, you just do it. Yeah, just you know, do it. But somehow, so you know, I'm at the accountant's office, and apparently there's some paperwork missing. So that, that's my new project is now to track down one of our statements from the mortgage that we had at, at the beginning of this calendar year. We need the paperwork from is it Allstate or IndyMac. Or, they're probably bankrupt by now, whoever it is. That's probably why we don't have it. They don't have the money that it would cost to get the guy to print it out and mail it to me. And, and and then before that, even, and I think this was yesterday, I'm going through my bank statements, you know, because I, I got to deduct all my travel. You know, being a, a, an Internet celebrity. Wannabe. You know, your life is really at an all-time low when you aspire to be an Internet celebrity. Good God, man. When I was young, I wanted to be a movie star. Now, I, you know, I want to be Felicia Day. come a long way. No offense to Felicia, but listen, I used to have higher aspirations. Um, so I'm going through my travel, and, and the only reason I'm picking on Felicia Day is because I'm going through my travel, and I'm not picking on Felicia Day. I'd love to be you. I'd love to be young and blonde and female. Huh? Maybe not. But I'm going through my travel, and I realized that, uh, you know, you know, last year, uh, in 08, in the summer... I hosted this big uh, concert, the big uh, Coverville 500 concert. Brian, I'm sorry I completely zoned on your uh, poker chip thing. Brian was auctioning off on eBay a big stack of poker chips from the Coverville 500 concert, and Dan, me, yours truly, (sighs) the brain-dead semi-professional complainer, Dan Class completely forgot for the last two, three of these recordings. To mention that he was auctioning off, you know, these poker chips with Jonathan Colton and um, Dr. Floyd and Natalie Gelman and myself and Richard Cheese and Chance and by uh, I'm sorry, Brian. Why do you hear that? Why do you hear that? Somebody needs to purchase a muffler. Go to Midas. Boop, boop. Where am I going with this story? Oh yeah, ba- basically. So this is what happens. Remember when I was going to Vegas? Remember I was going from New York to Vegas and I wanted a short check or whatever it was, my bags. You know, something that I'm definitely never, ever trying to do ever again because it never works out. Well, I went to Las Vegas. And um, apparently the Hilton thought they would charge me for staying there. And also charge me as a no-show. Now, I understand how that can happen in a way. Because clearly, the the charge for staying there was on one credit card. My old credit card. Not sure how. Because we had that identity theft situation about that same time. So maybe that's how it happened. I don't know. But listen. Okay, the room charge. The actual charge for actually being in the actual Las Vegas Hilton was on one card. And the no-show was on another. But Listen. Hilton employees, and I have not approached the Hilton on this, so I shouldn't be complaining. I'm not going to complain prematurely about you know whether or not they rectify. I'm hoping I just call and they just do it right away and it's no sweat. Off my rather enlarged brow. But when you walk up to the counter of a hotel and they say, hi, sir, and you say, hi, I'd like to check in, and they, uh, what did they do? Say, give me your credit card, and then they swipe it, and then what happens? Because basically, look, you really need to go by my last name because I maybe don't remember what card number I gave you. It shouldn't really matter. That was to hold the room. And now I'm checking in or I'm checking out. Like, you don't check. How many damn classes could possibly be staying at the Las Vegas Hilton on that exact day? Four? The most outrageous scenario, the triple jackpot. If that were the case, I would win a brand new Cadillac. God, if there's more than one dance class at the stinking hotel at a time, that would be, unless I'm traveling with my father, honestly, it's more likely that there's a lunar and a solar eclipse at the same time. So obviously, this is some sort of flaw in the system that I can show up, check in, stay for two days or three nights, whatever it was, I was not, you know. Check out, pay for the room, and then you charge me for not having been there. Uh, okay, it's not even what I was going to talk about. I've got all these things that I need to catch you up on. I'm going to have to duck in here a couple of times now this week. I've got to, you know, do you understand? Listen, Hudson had his first, uh, you know, I almost said sleepover. It's more of like an awakeover. Which we'll talk about maybe next time. I, I need to rest up from that. That's why I'm so tired. I'm so tired and grumpy today. Oh, uh, he had an awake over. We went and played putt putt in the dark. I mean, all you know. Really, what I want to do tonight, today, this afternoon? Where are you? Are you in the grocery store? Are you running errands? Are you driving the kids? Are you driving home from dropping the kids off? I don't know what your story is. Paint me a picture, baby. I basically haven't even covered the end of our trip to Hawaii, which now is a distant memory. I needed a vacation from that vacation. And now, you know, I am just... uh, Do I ever get a vacation? My wife and I really don't ever. Like, we need... And I don't know if we should take it together or separately. Like, listen, honey, let's just each leave town. You go north, I'll go south and just sleep. Would you sleep, please, for like 48 hours and then we'll come home and see how it goes. Get back to beating these kids into submission. Well, okay, so back to Hawaii. Now, you know, because we we were... Um, we went to Hawaii. We went to Lanai. It was business for Melissa. Pleasure for the kids and uh, babysitting for me. So, man, nah, it's not that bad. But you know what I mean. So, but listen, T learned how to swim. H, you know, he's like a fish. He, de, you know, he's he's like Johnny Go with the flow. He got to play video games that we don't have. We shot pool all the time. It was a lot of fun. Well, what we had it all planned out. And I remember I was telling you, you know, Melissa had all these plans she made for us. And the plan was, you know, the kids were going to go, uh, help me with this. Come on, you you pay more attention to this than I do. Trust me. Uh, what did we do first? Was it the pony first? Yes, the pony. Pony boy. And then the shoot 'em up And then I think we had a down day. And when I say down, I mean a day where we only swam constantly. So then... Um, And then Melissa was going to have a day off. There were going to be no meetings or whatever. And I think it was the day there was going to be a big uh, golf tournament. You know, because business people loved it, golf. Uh, There's going to be a big golf tournament the day after the tennis tournament. There's going to be a big golf tournament. And Melissa was going to be free. Because, you know, we don't golf. And we're there with the kids. So we were going to go on a a mammal watch. Mammal, what do they call it? Mammal search? Mammal watch? Whale watching. Except they don't want to be so exclusive because it's not really whale watching. You're, it's a mammal search because you know dolphins are mammals, aren't they? Whales, I think, are sea mamm. Are whales sea mammal? I got. I really should have Hudson in here. He's a, he's in the house. He's asleep. I gotta get Hudson. T won't come on. I gotta get Hudson back out here because he's the mammal, the the oceanographic mammal uh, expert of the family. But we're gonna go to whale watch. Uh, a mammal search. Well, what are we doing on Thursday? We're going. Basically, we're going to go out on a boat and look at the fishies, okay? Am I being greater on this? No, we're going to look for fish, okay? that That's what we're doing. We're going on a boat. We're paying some guys. They're going to take us out with some other people on a boat. We're going to go on a boat. Now, my dad used to have a boat. You know, that that's a very popular thing to do with guys that get, you know, if, they're, if, if they hit that mark where the kids are a certain age and they're still young, the kids are getting older and they, their income is such, they get a boat, I guess. White guys do. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know about the rest of the world. Well, uh, there's a certain segment of the American, the the American heterosexual middle management, upper middle management, psyche slash geodemographic whatever. If you live near water, I mean, obviously that's a prerequisite. He lives near some sort of blah, 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 blah. Okay. So my dad, and who knows? Well, my dad was in the navy. Maybe that's it. Having never been in the Navy myself, uh, I don't really get the boat thing quite as much. My dad was in the Navy. So maybe that's where he got it and said that he would buy a boat. Now, so he bought a boat. And it was a 30-foot, uh, you know, sailboat. And he would go and, you know, clean it. And we'd go out on it. And But it was on, a, you know, Lake... Um oh, man, it's been so long. Genesee? at the river lake erie lake erie oh god i'm so embarrassed right now i'm so sorry homies rochester homies i am so sorry what is that that's lake erie right the genesee river goes to lake erie hello anything i'm 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 being so kicked out of the fairport high school drama club right now let's assume for the sake of argument that uh, my dad's boat was on the uh, erie uh, uh, lake erie one of the great lakes Not necessarily the greatest of the lakes, obviously superior, the greatest of the Great Lakes, but uh, Lake Erie. Basically, my dad had a boat, a 30-foot boat, a sailing vessel that we would dock, uh, you know, mere feet from the Genesee Beer uh, Brewing uh, Factory Company thing there. So there was this foamy, sludgy, beer-stinky film all, all about the water where my dad would keep his boat. And we would go out on the boat, but it, but the lake was pretty mellow, and we do that every once in a while, you know, not not that much. I, I was a senior in high school for I think most of it, and you know, seniors are very busy, very busy. My friend uh, wishing they were with cheerleaders and such. So, but then we my my folks when I went to college, then a, a couple years into my college situation, uh, my folks moved to Connecticut, and somehow the boat ended up in Connecticut. I don't even remember how. I I, I don't think he sailed it. Can you sail from Lake Erie to Connecticut? I I highly doubt it. But I remember maybe it was a little choppier there in the sound. You know what the sound is? The Long Island sound. And it sounds like a a, a rock movement. But uh, the Long Island sound is the body of water between, uh, this is going to be shocking to you, Long Island and Connecticut. And it's beautiful, and that's where my dad's boat was. So, But I'd go out there, and I'd get Irpy. You know, because, again, I was never in the Navy, so I'd get Irpy. I'd get Irpy. My cousin Ronnie would never get Irpy because he had been sailing for Irpy. Now, compared to me, my kids are completely, you know, land-loving. You know, we don't sail, we boogie board. We're, you know, it's a whole different thing. So uh, Melissa and I were worried that the kids would get uh, Irpy. Is, that, is, is my saying irpy going to make you irpy? Should I stop saying irpy? It's better than barfy, baby. You, you don't, right? Okay, so, do you understand what I mean? That way. Nauseous. Shall we call it nauseous? Makes it sound like a Greek god. The Greek god of throwing up nauseous. So, we don't want the kids to blow chunks on the stinking boat in Hawaii. So, we buy, I, th- I think I told you this before, right? We bought some of those pressure point bracelets two and black for the boys and kind of reddish pinkish kind of color girly color for the girlies even though you know they all wanted black as it turned out but anyway so we we're going to the boat and we're gonna have the bracelets on and then listen i even buy some dramamine or dramamine like drug we get the kids all drugged up and uh pressure pointed and we go to the boat to go on our uh mammal watch And, of course, it has been in Lanai absolutely spectacular for three days, for however long we've been there. It's been spectacular to at least really awesome. You know, because every once in a while I need a break from the intense sunshine, so a little overcast to me is fine and dandy. So, you know, we'd get a day where it'd be a little overcast, and then a break, and then we'd swim, and it'd be super, it'd be great, it was just great. And of course, on whale-watching, mammal-searching day, it is gonna rain, isn't it? I don't mind the water being below us, I just mind it falling onto us! But it's not gonna rain, please, please do not make it rain. Okay, God, meteorologists, nauseous, the God of rain and nausea, please don't, whoever's in charge of the big bucket in the sky, please don't do it to me. No, it's the kids. (laughs) I don't even know what we're paying for this. I don't want to know. All I know is I don't want to go out on a big, huge boat and be rained on and throw up. Being rained on while I throw up and or helping the kids while they throw up and trying to keep them from falling overboard while they're throwing up in the rain is not that attractive to me. So we go out on the boat. You know, with these, I guess it's like three, you know, three Hawaiian dudes, the captain and the two, you know, shipmates. And, uh... A son and a son and father team like the hot young perfect looking uh couple in us like you know those couples like uh, that look perfect together like he's tall and dark and handsome and built and she's not quite so tall but still tall and just hot and dark and they just you know like one of those weird kind of like they look like a couple because they are um they almost look like they could be related, but not. And that was kind of, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And she's hot and he's hot and they're both just hot. They they got a big expensive camera and they're being hot and taking pictures and being hot. Well, the kids are being cool. They're, they're all a little trepidatious or whatever. We go out. And it's just, it's spritzing just a little bit. You know what I mean? Just a little spritz, just a little, you know, not so bad. And it's gorgeous, though. I mean, gorgeous. The water is blue. There's no other word for it. Blue. If if the sun had been shining, I can't even imagine what it would have looked like. Even with the overcast, we could see into the water, deep into the water. and we're going out of the bay area there, and on either side are just cliffs. 20 story cliffs. Like the earth had just been cut with a big cake knife, and the piece had been taken away, and just just these gorgeous sheer cliffs. And pretty soon we see a stingray or a manta ray. Is it a manta ray or a ray Manta ray? Manta ray? Let's call it a manta ray and just go with it. And it's just amazing. It's almost like looking at it at a, an aquarium in that we can see it so clearly. You know, an aquarium is always kind of a fixed situation. You know, obviously it's completely artificial so you can see the fish and you can see the sea creatures and you can see everything. But real life is never like that. Real life, it's always, you know, uh, it's a little too murky, a little too rocky, it's a little too choppy, it's a little too, it's a little too, it's a little too. But we can see this manta I mean, it's right there. It's right beneath us. There it is. Straight down. There it is. So we go out. Because apparently it's it's a good time of year for that sort of thing, especially if you want to find whales. Uh, you know the whales go from here to there, and they told us, and I of course don't remember, and I'm starting to get a little headache right now. I really don't need that either, do I? Uh, well, I have to shut my left eye for some reason right now. Um, you know, the, they basically these are oh, fudge. These are a uh, north. What was it? North American. Pacific whales of some kind, humpbacks or blues, I I forget. But basically they swim down to the equator and they don't cross the equator and then they swim back. And apparently now, meaning two, three weeks ago, it was a great time to see whales because they're on their way from here to there and they're passing through the Lanai area. You know, with the kids, you know, much like we were. So to get to the whales, we got to go from here kind of out. And they keep saying, on the way, we'll probably see some dolphins. I'm like, oh, that'll be cool. Because, and I don't know if I told you this last time, but down near the beach, there had been some dolphins, but I didn't get a chance to swim out to them. You could kind of see where they were. And you could see their little dorsal fins or whatever. People crowding around them. But I I never got a chance. And i got to tell you, I was disappointed. And it's one of those things where you kind of got to take one for the team. And maybe I should be more selfish about this, but, you know, the kids uh, the, the water was too rough for the kids it was too rough for T and too cold for age and I could have pushed it and said baby can you just watch the kids and I'm going to swim out but y- you know y- you got to keep an eye on T. and I, you know so I didn't go out and I was kind of kicking myself for not swimming out and seeing the dolphins during my tiny window of opportunity before uh, Melissa had to go okay so I was a little excited that we might see some dolphins And I'm assuming, though, that we're going to see dolphins from, you know, afar. Because I guess there are rules about how close you can get to the dolphins and how close you can get to the whales. You're not allowed to get, especially at least the whales, you're not allowed to get more than, you know, and I'm going to get this all wrong. So just, you know, let's say a thousand feet. Okay. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, I know this is all wrong. Please don't write me, you know, Hawaiian listener. Uh, but let's say, sake of argument, you're not allowed to bring your boat within 1,000 feet of the whales, okay? Well, we're pondering along. And by, and by the way, we're in this big, big, beautiful catamaran. It could probably was for 20 or 50 people, this big catamaran. I guess the, the one we were supposed to take was needed to be something, you know what I mean? So we got a replacement, and the replacement was used. one of those, like, you know, you get bumped up. Well, as we're heading out to the whales, they say, oh, okay, well, here's some dolphin. Now, the thing about the dolphins, they say, is um, that this was the time, whatever time it was in the morning, like 11, let's say. This is a time that they're sleeping. To which I respond, not allowed. Oh, Oh, that's great. Oh, that's just stinking. Could you have mentioned this? When my wife calls to book the mammal searching thingy, and you tell her that we're going to see, what, could you mention that the dolphins are asleep at the time that we have scheduled to go and look for dolphins? Because, right? Do you want to go looking for dolphins when, oh, you know, this is their nap time? No. At least you would think no. So we're going along. And they say, oh, look, here are the dolphins. And right ahead of us, and and I'm talking about five feet ahead of us, are what must have been a dozen or two dozen small dolphins swimming together in a, like a flock a school a herd of these little dolphins they call them spinners because i guess they they'll jump out of the water and spin around Splat, just like at sea world two dozen of these things arcing up to the surface and down up to the surface and down up like, like like ponies kind of galloping along together in the Wild West, right? And the guy explains that, no, 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 no. They're sleeping. They're, they're going up and down. They go up for air and down. And they sleep and they sleep and they all stay together. And that's how they sleep. Because they need to breathe, they're dolphins, they're mammals, they're air-breathing mammals. They don't have uh, gills. So they're up and down, up and down, up and down, this big mass of little dolphins. Well, it starts to pour. And this is definitely a case, you know, it's a, it's a study in psychology. It starts to really start to come down. And then the cool Hawaiian dudes on the boat, you know, they start breaking out the rain gear. And they each put on a rain jacket. You know, those, you know, very common rain jacket that you'd see that says Columbia on it or whatever. You know, like outdoorsy gear. Now, but, you know, like Hudson and I have sweatshirts on. And the girls probably do too. But they come around and they ask... And I'm trying to get this right because maybe I'm trying to blame a little bit of it on Hudson. Let's see. No, because I still am the adult. Mm, Darn. So they ask Hudson and me, do we want rain jackets? And the boys say no because we've already got got sweatshirts on. And honestly, I say no because I'm an idiot and I think that the rain is going to stop. And I may, and I really think maybe some part of me figures that if I put the rain jacket on, the rain will keep going. But if I just tough it out, it won't it won't get so bad. Because I've got a jacket on and a hat, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Right? Okay. So the girls are smart. They put on their rain jackets. Everybody puts on the hot couple puts on the rain jackets. The father and son puts on the rain jackets. The only Hudson and I are not wearing the rain jackets. And we're going, you know, we're going out, we're looking for the whales. We're going out, we're going out, and it keeps raining, and it keeps raining. And I think H is starting to feel a little just, you know? And I don't know if the the boat is rocking quite a bit. I mean, it's really, you got to, like, you, you know, let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning how, you know what I mean? You got to really kind of rock this out. This is sea legs time. And I think he's starting to feel a little, a little from the Dramamine, maybe part from the Dramamine and part from the rockety rock, rock, rock of this boat. And partly from the fact that he and I have made a crucial error in, in uh, decision making. It's clearly not going to stop raining, but he and I are too wet now to put on the raincoats. Because putting on the raincoat now on my r- wet, soaking wet track jacket sounds really, really super awesomely disgusting. So now we just gotta be damp and irpy and freeze. What they didn't tell us about the whales is you are not allowed to take your boat within what did we say a thousand feet but the whales can get as close to you as they do okay you cannot write it's all about intention and who's doing what You cannot purposely move your boat closer than a thousand feet. But if the whales end up closer, hey. Well, we see that there's a boat near a whale or two. So we kind of scoot over that way and stop and just kind of hang out. And maybe it's because there was a baby whale and a mama whale. But these things came within maybe between two and four hundred feet of us. Maybe even closer. I mean, you know, looking back. They were right there. And massive. You you forget that there are other creatures on the earth. You certainly forget that there are other creatures that large. That majestic. But seeing those creatures together, those huge, beautiful aquatic mammals it's humbling because they are huge and at peace they're just hanging out they're just doing their thing they swim from here to the equator turn around, swim back it becomes very clear how mainlanders could get very attracted to the islands and not just Hawaii, but any situation like that. Any, any situation where you're kind of going to the sea. Going to the edge of the water. The edge of the land. The edge of where humans dominate. And floating beyond that. To find a little Peace. To be somewhere where you're surrounded by your family while you sleep. You go up for air and down. Go up for air and down. Go up for air and down. down. I don't know, maybe that's what your house needs to be. Maybe that's what your house is. At least my house. I think... I think my house is an ocean. And sometimes we swim out for food for companionship but we always swim back so we can sleep together and sometimes we don't let the others come too close to us but we always know that we can get closer to them when we choose, up and down, up and down. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. That's it. I got to get off the Hawaii thing. Although I will tell you, as a summation, uh, the flight back, remember last time I, uh, one, one of these things I ended with saying that the flight there was just great and the little puddle jumper flight was just great. I was just great. I was the best flight of my life. (laughs) <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Right. Well, I got news for you. The the flight back stunk. Flying from Lanai to Honolulu or Lanai to Maui or wherever we flew, I I, I thought it was blah. No, someone kill me now. Now why didn't I take the Dramamine and put on the pressure bracelet? I was getting cocky, wasn't I? Oh my god, I was wrecked. I was wrecked the entire day. You know what? Maybe you know what? Maybe nah, maybe that track You know, yeah. You know what, next time we'll talk about that. Because the whole thing with the flight to here to there and then there to there and then the thing with the sleepy... Yeah, let's do that. You know what? I really need to get... It's late here. I'm recording this late at night. So, uh, yeah, next time we'll talk about the flight home. The flight home and the other flight home. And then uh, who knows where else we'll go. Anyway, okay, catching up. Catching you up on all the latest... I hope your taxes go well, America. Uh, make sure your mortgage brokers or mortgage, uh, you know, lenders, whatever they are, send you your interest statements. Because now I've got to be in a panic about that and call the Hilton. Hopefully, the Hilton will not hand me a podcast, please, dear Hilton. Please do not hand me a podcast. Thank you, Dan Class. Okay. All right. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for uh, thank you for all your support. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. The Bidders Pill is produced by Jacket Media. JacketMedia.com. Makers of fine podcasts since 2004.